Welcome back to the Sudanish podcast. In the previous episode, we talked about how Hassan Khan was sent by Guru Hargobind to go tell the story of the battle to Shah Jahan in the fort of Lahore. So, in this episode, in chapter 55, Hassan Khan is on his, may, on his way. He's made his way there to the fort. So, he's entering the fort, and whoever he sees there, he approaches and he tells them about where he's come from. That he was with this regiment of Lala Beg that was sent against Guru Hargobind. At the same time, Shah Jahan's sitting in his court. He's thinking about these horses. You know, he's not gotten word for a few days, so he's sit- sitting there thinking that, uh, oh, I'm sure Lala Beg has reached at that time. Um, either he's gonna kill Guru Hargobind or capture him. But either way, he's gonna bring back these horses because who would lose against such a big force? Uh, that I had sent. So, Lalabeg sitting there thinking that uh, he's gonna get his horses back, um, but he's wondering because he's not heard back yet. He's no messenger has come, um, so he's not sure what has happened. So, as he's thinking these thoughts, one of his ministers by the name of uh, Salabat Khan heard um, heard that in the fort somebody was saying that they had just come from the battle. So he tells Shah Jahan that, oh, some Pathan has come here. And uh, he was saying that he was part of Lala Beg's regiment, part of his forces. What I'll do is I'll go bring him uh, to you. So Shah, Jah- Shah Jahan said, all right, hurry up, make it quick. Make sure nobody stops him. I want to hear everything he says like right away. This is really important. So they bring Hassan Khan. And uh, interestingly, in the text, it mentions that before Hassan Khan goes into the court uh, of Shah Jahan, he puts on these really, really uh, expensive clothes, uh, a really expensive getup, and uh, then he proceeds into the court. So the Salabat Khan minister is leading Hassan Khan into the court, um, and when they get to the court, Salabat Khan does these uh, salutations to Shah Jahan. So in the court, um, but alongside this minister, Salabat Khan, there's another very senior Sikh uh, in the court. Uh, his name is Vizir Khan. Now, this is not to be confused with the Vizir Khan who uh, lived during Guru Gobind Singh's time. So this Vizir Khan, Guru Hargobind's time, was a very long-standing Sikh of uh, Guru Hargobind and also Guru Arjun Devji. So the author, Kavi Santok Singh himself, uses the title Gur Sikh. Uh, when describing uh, Vizir Khan, saying that uh, he's extremely wise, very sophisticated in his uh, political posturing, strategy, the word here uses niti, and uh, he also has a lot of great faith in uh, the lotus-like feet of, of the Guru, it says here. So very for a very long time, it also mentions that you know he's nurtured this faith of the Guru. So very long-standing senior Sikh. And also, he was very well-liked uh, within the court, amongst the other ministers as well. He had a very lofty position. And Shah Jahan listened to him uh, quite a bit. So when Hassan Khan then enters the court, Shah Jahan looks at him and says, All right, you know, uh, did you bring back the two horses? How did the meeting go with the Guru? What happened? Did he run away? Did you battle him? Uh, basically, give me the whole scoop. And Shah Jahan says, or sorry, uh, Hassan Khan then folds his hands and says that, uh, you know, you had sent this big army, you told them to go very quickly, and Lalabeg took that order, and, well, he went really fast. You know, he didn't stop at all. 
the entire army was very hungry, very tired. Um, they still continued to go forward. Uh, even though many of the soldiers and even sub-commanders, they were telling him the conditions of the soldiers were poor because of this. You know, they, they hadn't eaten all day. They were very hungry. They are very tired. Uh, Beg, the main commander, he didn't listen to anybody's concerns. You know, he didn't listen to anybody's advice here. He just kept pressing forward. So we got there in the middle of the night. The Guru somehow got word of this. You know, their battle drums sounded off in the middle of the night, out of nowhere. Uh, we received rifle fire. Arrows were shot at us. And then uh, they pressed in on us with a cavalry attack. Uh, so they struck down at us with swords and spears. You know, we were totally unprepared because of the cold. We couldn't even utilize our rifles in time. And Hazanka continues to say that, you know, honestly, I've never experienced a core like that before. We couldn't even use our hands. People couldn't even, you know, grab the reins of their horses properly. Meanwhile, on the other side, Guru's, the Guru Hargobind's forces were proper, properly prepared. You know, they had little fires set around their positions so that the warriors could go back, warm themselves up, as well as light their... Um, uh, match uh, the matches for the rifles, the matchlock rifles. And what made matters worse, Hassan Khan's telling Shah Jahan this, is that some of the warriors of, the, of Guru Hargobind, they actually pierced our lines. They got through our battle lines, somehow got amongst our troops, caused the commotion, were able to get out somehow. And because of this, the warriors were thinking that they had their enemies amongst their ranks and they started fighting amongst themselves in the dark. So, when day broke, because of all this, the generals like Lalabeg, Kamburbeg, Kabulbeg, these guys, they saw the damage done and they were all in shock. You know, they had no idea how, you know, the Guru uh, was able to put uh, such a dent in our forces just in one night. So then when day broke, both armies got ready at sunrise, you know, there was a pitch battle. Guru Hargobind also entered the battlefield. He dueled Kabulbeg, uh, the nephew of, of Lalabeg. And uh, he was, um, although Kabulbeg did manage to get a small injury of, on Guru Hargobind, you know, he didn't even notice it and then, you know, uh, finished him off. So he killed uh, Beg in the duel there. And then there was another duel with Lalabeg, who ended up uh, in that process shooting down Gulbag, the horse that you wanted. Um, and uh, Guru Hargobind was furious about this and then quickly cut Lalabeg down. So basically, out of the 4,000 soldiers that Guru Hargobind had, he only lost 1,200. Meanwhile, you know, because our army acted in haste, you know, they didn't adhere to any proper tactics and strategy, the army um, you had sent, basically they're all dead, but for, you know, minus 100 horsemen that came back with me. So Shah Jahan listened to all this and was amazed and was just shocked at this. And he said, you know, these guys were well experienced, Lalabeg, commander of Kabul, you know, he said he knew about tactics and strategies, they all died, like how is this, how is this even possible? He's experienced, he's not a, he's not a rookie. Hassan uh, Khan said that, listen, uh, because he was too cocky, uh, he neglected all strategy. He, because he was so egotistical, he did not take his advice from his own soldiers. Hassan Khan then even says funny, he says, I even tried to reason with him. You know, I tried to tell him that, you know, this is not a good idea. Uh, they wouldn't listen to me. Uh, they said I was stupid and, and uh, they embarrassed me and they dishonored me in front of everybody. 
Hassan Khan is telling Shah Jahan this. And then he says, well, at that point, I stopped giving advice and, uh, you know, it played out the way it played out. Uh, look at the numbers that we brought back. So Vizier Khan is listening to this. He's standing there as well, one of the main ministers. He says, uh, and remind, uh, to remind you guys, he's quite a devotee of Guru Arjun Dev Ji and Guru Hargobind. So he says to Shah Jahan, he says, uh, you know, look how many times we've tested and, and poked aggravated this house of, of the Guru, of Guru Nanak, only to find out that, you know, this house is full of miracles, you know, they can do the impossible. Uh, this house holds the, the peers of the peers of the world. Uh, whoever goes up against them somehow loses. You know, everybody in the world has seen this, is what, ha what has happened here. So, Vizier Khan then is trying to give advice to Shah Jahan, saying that, listen, you're only on this throne because Guru Nanak gave a blessing to Babur. Um, you know, you're from that lineage. Um, he agreed, Babur agreed to the words of Guru Nanak, and thus he was given this Raj, this kingdom. You know, everybody in the world knows that, Vizir Khan saying. Um, and Vizir Khan says that this happened during the meeting at uh, Amnabad, where Babur was, uh, Babur presented Guru Nanak with a gift, and Guru Nanak was very pleased. So, and then he goes on to say that, you know, um, Babur wasn't the only emperor to take blessings. You know, the next emperor, Hamayun, uh, Babur's son, got a blessing from Guru Angadeji and reclaimed the Raj for them, for that lineage, as he uh, took that Raj from Salem Shah. It also mentions then, Vizir Khan's also mentioning Akbar. So Akbar was a great intellectual, he says, to Shah Jahan, and says that he got a blessing from Guru Amardas. And he says that it was only uh, with Guru Amar Das's blessing that he was able to win that big battle that happened at Chitor Sahib, Chitor. And uh, in return, Akbar gave land grants to Guru Amar Das. He's, he continues to say that in the same way, Guru Arjun and Guru Hargobind were friends with Jahangir, who treated them with great respect. And everybody uh, knows that uh, uh, Jahangir would listen to the gurus. But now, look what you've done here. You've upset, you've upset this lineage. You know, you've, by confiscating that first horse that was coming from Kabul to the guru, um, you know, that horse came to you. Eventually, I got sick. Because of it getting sick, you sent it back to Akazi, a Muslim uh, lawmaker, um, who then eventually actually sold it back to the guru. And over just over just this one hawk, you started the war with your commanders. You sent Mughalus Khan, who was killed in a battle with Guru Hargobind, and then there was another battle with the leader of the Jalandhar area, uh, Abdul Khan, and Guru Hargobind even killed him in a duel. So, you know, this problem of the horses—you sent a big army, and now they're all dead. You know, he only had four thousand warriors. Uh, like, look. We can see that Guru Hargobind is like, you know, a master of miracles here. He can do, you know, the incredible. You know, he can, he can just with one word, he can do whatever he wants. So, you know, how can you compete with this? He's saying, basically. And uh, Wazir Khan's telling Shah Jahan that stay in line here, continue to do what your elders, your descendants, Babur, Mayun, uh, Akbar, what these guys have done, and respect this house of Nanak. Uh, such that, uh, you know, you yourself will be prosperous as well.
And Vizier Khan ends this by saying that, um, listen, uh, this is why I was trying to prevent you from doing this attack earlier. You know, you should not be fighting with them. It's not right. Um, you know, all this for just horses. So uh, Shah Jahan then remains quiet and um, his anger then slowly starts to dissipate in, in his heart about this. And he says uh, to Vizier Khan, he agrees in saying that, yeah, look, you know, we've tried three times now. Um, we've had no luck. Um, I don't know what to do against, you know, Guru Hargobind, but I promise I will not uh, send an army again. So uh, Salabat Khan is also there, that minister I mentioned before. Uh, he's sitting on the side listening to this. He says, okay, that's all well and fine, but, you know, Lala Beg, Gumbar Beg, you know, that whole family, those commanders, they're dead now. So basically, who should we put in charge of Kabul, Afghanistan? And the text says that uh, Guru Hargobind then uh, <laughs> like guides Shah Jahan's mind to this thought of putting uh, uh, Hassan Khan as a new leader. So in the previous episode we talked about, or actually even episodes prior to that, when Hassan Khan first came to the Guru's camp there to spy, Jodhra's people beat the hell out of him, um, you know, uh, they didn't want him there. Guru Hargobind says that, you know, this guy's helping us out. He's giving us intel on the enemy. We're going to re reward him. I'm going to make him the new uh, leader of Kabul, Afghanistan. So um, they were all kind of amazed, the six at the time, hearing this. So this is what's happening here. So um, Shah Jahan looks over at uh, Hassan Khan and says, you know, well, he, you know, you obviously have good advice. Um, you are very wise. You were telling Lalabeg not to do this. You knew uh, the conditions of the soldiers. Basically, you look responsible. And also, remember at the start of this episode, Hassan Khan dresses up a little bit as well, so he looks the part. Um, so Shah Jahan then, you know, gives him a sropa, gives him this a title, and sends him with an army uh, off to Kabul, Afghanistan, to lead that area. So Vizir Khan listens to this and says, all right, awesome, that's great, that's a good idea, let's do this as well. So he agrees with his plan. So uh, Hassan Khan is then appointed as his leader, and that's essentially where the chapter ends. We're going to pick up in the next episode in chapter 56. That scene here is going to shift now, and it's going to go back to Guru Hargobind. Uh, and that's where we're going to pick up next time. But as always... Uh, my sincere gratitude is extended to those uh, who support this pod podcast via the Mangalacharan Patreon page. Stop,